Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the Boop Show for Sunday, July 9th, 2017, with Scott Johnson and Brian Dunaway. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Boop Show. Uh, it's 142 episodes in now. They mm. are uh, they are very. It's a varied selection of content. If you went back and listened to the whole thing, you would see me change my mind like five times as to what the <laughs> format of the show is. Uh, we almost have as many shows as you get characters on Twitter. That's right. Think of that. Oh yeah, just over that. Right. We'd have a little right. uh, little red negative one or two right now. Uh, if you tried to send this tweet, it wouldn't let you actually. So don't do it. Uh, hey, it's uh, we're back. We're doing it. I, Nerdtacular happened, and there was no show uh, that weekend. Although I did put up on the feed the the live video game panel we did. Did you? I don't know if you had a chance to hear that. Did you hear that by chance? I have not heard it yet, but it is in my rotation. You should listen to that. I think you'd get a kick out of it. It was like uh, a more thoughtful approach to to video games and why Instead we play of this them. Wild. Throw everything at the wall thing we do here on Boop. Yeah, that's right. There is some of that. I mean, you do that so thing you see what sticks, right? That's like you can only throw. Look, if you're a you're you're let's say you're in a a insane asylum as they used to call them, (laughs) and you're in your room there, right? And all you've got is you and four walls and a door that's locked, and you you can only throw. Well, let's see. I just realized what you'd be throwing at the wall in there. So hold on a minute. Maybe this is a bad example. It's the only thing that you can detach from your body. All right, but even then, even then, you're trying to see what sticks, and then what sticks, you're like, all right, that's where we're going to put our focus, right? So, right, that's what we do here. This is where I'm painting my poo picture. <laughs> well done, really enjoyed that. Hey, um, so because of Nerdtacular, I haven't actually had a ton of game time, but when I did, I sat down and played a load of Dead Cells, and I'm pretty sure a load I'm, of Dead Cells. I'm that pr- sounds like what you have to do when you jump your jump your car off yeah or a scene csi what'd you find oh a load of dead cells um <laughs> a whole collection of them a whole bunch uh, so dead cells is this game i've talked about before briefly i think on the show my memory is a little shoddy on this because there's so much going on lately but uh anyway you're this side scrolling uh retro graphics yet super cool graphical style uh thing rogue light it is, is a rogue light light slash like it's a you know, side-scrolling, uh, procedurally generated areas, uh, never the same twice sort of deal. Unlock new stuff. If you die, it's, it's you know, you got to start over. But you unlock stuff, whether it be weapons or abilities or whatever, so that your next run through, you, you know, have some likelihood of getting those things or starting Jeez. out with more stuff or whatever. I'm on Steam looking at the screen caps, and man, this reminds me of Castlevania, which I have been digging well it's a fair comparison because it's definitely what people might refer to as 
uh, Metroidvania style. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So it's like that side scrolling deal, you know, not Mario, but some other deal. <laughs> and you even have a whip. At, so there's a cool whip you get if you want. Um, it's very Simon Belmont sort of whip like. Right. And uh, it's really good. I, I'm I'm convinced it's going to be one of my top five games of the year at this stage already it's it's really something else and it's and it just makes me want to go one more run one more run it, i haven't felt this way since rogue legacy which also sort of scratched the same itch a few years back so uh, and what a deal at only 16.99 yep i'm not, and i'd be lying if i said i paid money for it this is the best surprises <laughs> i got a code from the developer um oh sweet a ways back it was probably eh, eh, probably a month ago or something and I got it and kind of had forgotten. It's just sometimes these things show up in my mail, my inbox. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll check that out. And didn't think a whole lot of it. And I, and, and I get a ton of, like, shovelware garbage poo. It's not oh, like there's a lot of stuff in there. You're like, oh, okay, why is this even a game? No, thanks. This is a ripoff or this is ugly or this doesn't work or my screen's all jacked up or whatever. There's always issues. So please send your game so Scott can <laughs> scoff at them. <laughs> but this one, I installed it and went, oh, all right. Nope, this is for real. This isn't kidding around. This is like something special. And then it became early access on, on Steam or started to pick up uh, no. Steam. <laughs> yeah, get it. it, get it, because Steam, get it. <laughs> and people started playing it more and started talking about it. And then I was like, all right, well, I feel more even, ju- even more justified because everybody also seems to be responding well. But anyway, it's a great game and should be played and is worth 16 bucks for sure. I would have gladly paid that. I'm a sucker for a, a visually well laid out game and this this has uh, a cinematic thematic color theming in it with you know those those purples and greens and blues mm-hmm. i like it yeah no it's nifty and, and it's not like i mean weirdly as much as it may remind you of castlevania at a glance and when you play it it might remind you of other things but it definitely has a thing of its own going on like there's something about the art style and the sound and the kind of snappiness of the controls that make it all feel very unique right. uh but also inspired by other things but, so it's really good what but what makes you cuss when you're playing this game what uh, makes you just go son of a the bleep? Lo- the green jumping dudes and if you played the game you know what i'm talking about i don't know if they have a better name than that they probably do there's a codex in there i could probably tell you the real names but there's these right. guys who leap at you and do stupid damage and when there's a bunch of them they're all jumping at different times and very hard to avoid or duck or dodge. There's kind of a <clears throat> like a, a Dark Souls thing happening oh. as well, which isn't right. even a series I'm that into. But, uh, you know, it's like, well, these enemies do a certain thing. So get used to that and figure out what your pattern is going to be to respond. A lot of that happens here. And there are some enemies that are hard, but you learn their, uh, you know, you kind of learn what they're going to do. And then you act accordingly right. with these green shitheads. They're just schlong and they come flying over. You. They're awful. I hate those guys. Right. And, and are you and, kidding me? Killing my progress. I hate you so much. Yeah, and eventually, and once in a while in this game, you get to uh, an, an elite version of one of these creatures, and they give you tons of stuff. Oh, I should mention the whole point of this is when you kill uh, enemies, you gain souls, and these souls you spend huh. on stat upgrades later. Right. So if you die, you lose all your souls, and you, and and that is a that's a pain when you lose your souls. Yeah. So that's very that's frustrating. So when I have when I get to an elite who's going to give me a ton of souls, plus I've already got a bunch, and he comes out of the ground, and it turns out he's an elite version of a green jumper. <laughs> oh man, I mean I've beaten them before, but oof, they're just right. they're rough. 
Anyway, it's really, really good. So if you like Spelunky or Rogue Legacy or any of those kind of right. games, this is so well, up your alley. You got to play it. I, it's, Steam is telling me this game is similar to Nuclear Throne. Yeah. And it's also telling me that Obsidian owns this game. So two pluses. <laughs> so so wait <laughs> a minute, sense. though. Is it? Um, it still shows early access for you, right? Yeah, early access game. I can still purchase it. Add to cart for sixteen ninety nine. Okay. Well, the other thing I wanted to say is it doesn't feel uh, it feels complete. Yeah, it feels done. Yeah, early feels, access is a very big, broad brush stroke. Yeah, it feels finished, which is nice. Uh, so anyway, go, uh, get it now. One do, other goo get it. One other thing I wanted to mention is I've been doing this series of videos <laughs> with my daughter uh, Carter on Mondays called Story Mode Mondays. And uh, we play a story game, and we'll play it to completion. So we played, uh, what was that thing? Thimbleweed Park all the way through. Thimbleweed, that was fun. I was watching. Is that Thimbleweed or Timbleweed? Thimbleweed. Thimbleweed. Yep. It was uh, 10 hours or so it took us to to beat that thing. We played it on on the full setting, which was all the puzzles. A couple of little things that didn't quite get finished. I think we were like three or four specks of dust away from that dumb achievement. (laughs) Uh, but it was really fun, and we've done this back and forth, and we've already played another game in between there. There was only like two hours or something called Old Man's Journey. We really enjoyed that. This coming Monday, we begin uh, a game I never played back in its heyday, and it's now new and fresh again because they did a remastered version. We're going to be playing Day of the Tentacle Remastered. Day of the Tentacle. That was a great game. Uh, was that Lucas Arts? Is that? It was indeed. Yes. Uh, and it was those double fine dudes. Uh, uh, I almost said Ray, yes, yes. I almost said Ray Parker Jr. Why would I That's say him. that? That's him. Ray Parker Jr. when he, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> who are you going to call? call? Ghostbusters. No, who am I thinking of? Day of the Tentacle. Uh, oh. Uh, 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 <laughs> he's famous game developer man. Everyone loves him. He did full throttle and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's wrong with me? No, you're good. You're good. I'm I'm enjoying double this. fine. Okay, I'm looking it up. Here we go. Tim Schafer. Jeez. Tim Schafer. Yeah, Tim Schafer. He's great. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's a deal. And I'm by the way, thimble, thimbleweed average time to complete according to how long to beat dot com. Yeah. Ten and a half hours with the main story. We beat so it a half hour. You guys early. did pretty good. We did. We did. We the beat it. power of two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really good. That game's that game is uh, sometimes frustrating, but in the end, very satisfying. I liked it a lot. Right. Six hours to complete the main storyline on Day of the Tunnel. Good. Good luck. All right. Tell me why you mm. why two D platformers stress you out. Oh hi. Hi. This week, I played Seasons After Fall. Okay. It was a game that was gifted to me, and as soon as I talk to the person who gifted it to me and they tell me I can say their name, I'm going to say who it was. I put it on my wish list on Steam because it looked beautiful, yeah. looked great, kind of reminded me of Ori. Yeah, and the Blind and Forest. So, yeah, I like that game. Right. Yeah. Great, great game. Love that. I watched something this morning on uh, how, they, how they made the music for that. But Seasons After the Fall uh, is one of those... 2D kind of platformer, not super platformy, but just platformy enough to piss me off. <laughs> why do I hate two, why do I hate 2D platformers? Yeah. Anytime, uh, any, anytime if I miss a jump and I have to walk back too far or or start back too far, it pisses me off. It stresses me out to to miss a jump. Yeah, I don't like I, that. I, I don't like that feeling. It's a bad feeling. It's a bad feeling. Sure. And uh, 
is compounded because Seasons After Fall, which is a really fun game, and it, what you're doing is you're pursuing uh, these different powers from each season to add to your fox character, who is uh, <laughs> who is who is uh, possessed by you, this energy seed orb thing. Uh, and so, why is it frustrating? Because this game does a lot of backtracking. Are you talking? So, or, I mean, sorry, Seasons After Fall is just straight up winter, spring, summer, right? I mean. Yeah, there's the, four seasons. Okay, but that's the deal. Is your well, maybe you, not in Utah, but are you <laughs> other places? No, we get all for it. But I mean, are they traveling right. through those? See, is that the thing? Your little fox dude is having to make his way through different right. seasons or something. Is that the deal? Exactly. So let's say let's say you're, you've you've come across an obstacle. You got to figure out how to get past that obstacle. Yeah. If it is summertime, you may have a uh, a a steaming geyser is going up, you know, and, and and you try to jump on it, you can't because it's just water. So you activate your winter powers once you've accessed them, and it freezes. Then you're able to jump on it and get past your goal. Uh, same thing with with other seasons, you know, like when fall happens, there's there's wind that blows, and you can ride leaves up to certain areas. So it's a lot of puzzle solving plus a lot of jumping, a lot of jumping, and a lot of backtracking because. When you go to uh, get a certain character to get imbued with this power, uh, you go one direction, east or west, and then you have to walk back to the same area. Now, you have to you have to navigate differently through it, but it's still the same scenery. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just different seasons and stuff. So there's a little bit of feeling of, of backtracking. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed this game. Yeah, I played but sometimes this game there's, is it when, you, when you backtrack and it's winter, you got some ice to deal with and that sort of stuff. Exactly. So right. you can run like let's say you come across a a stream. Mm -hmm. You can run across it faster if it's wintertime. If you turn it to summer, you kind of splish splash along. Mm. Mm. I like splish splashing along. I'm cool with that. Splish splashing. But the great thing about this game is is the storytelling. In that you know, do you remember how much you loved Ori and the storytelling yeah. and getting wrapped up in that? That's what this kind of has too. Mm. So there's some. You know, there's some is it is it like horribly dark, uh, difficult the way Ori was? Because Ori was like no. Meat Boy level frustrating sometimes. <laughs> not even close. There's a couple of areas where I got a little frustrated, but not too bad. I, I would like to see a greater challenge. I'm only about 15% through in completion of the game so far. Yeah. So I still got a long way to go to see if some of this story pays off. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't been terribly challenged yet but like i said 15 percent in ori you know you were still learning story at 15 percent in ori you know you were doing little token obstacles mm -hmm. so yeah i'm enjoying it yeah. i'm enjoying it overall but why do 2d platformers stress me out i can't stand if i miss a jump and i have to go all the way back i want to watch so you i want to watch you live stream uh <laughs> super meat boy <laughs> oh my god yeah oh my god i look i i have I have uh, I have I have laid down such anger and hate that 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 game has to have like some kind of evil powers in it by now. No, it totally because does. Because I lay yeah. I lay down this anger and hate whenever I'm playing that game. Yeah, that and, thing uh, is an yeah. evil piece of software for sure. I actually I literally open the gates of hell when I'm playing that game. Yeah, with I, all I the say I did. say words that I didn't know I knew when I play that game. <laughs> like real for real. I like I know they're working on some follow-up or some mobile i don't know what they're doing over there a team meet right. but uh very much looking is it, forward is it, to is it the 
is it the uh, you can't really stick to a wall for very long because you're just sliding down? Is that what kind of makes Super Meat Boy? It's almost like you're trying to constantly keep something up in the air constantly yeah and and not only that but it's lots of those little oh i need to land on this tiny little point and then if i don't hit it i'm gonna get ground up by these things and then i mean that's the point of that game is to constantly be dying and retrying and and it's so fast there's no load times it's just you're back in it you're back in it you're back in it (laughs) and then at the end they show all of your ghosts of of your previous run and how they died and then the one guy that got through like it's it's I mean, it's a it's a it's a it's a very successful rad game, but it right. makes it turns me into a monster when I play it. Monster. Yeah. What are you playing? Play. I'm playing Meat Boy. Meat Boy, get away from me! The room's on fire, and you know, <laughs> it's really bad. Anyway, uh, so one quick PSA here before we move into today's uh, chunk of content. People want to know what happened to the the collection of the daily blip. So I do this thing for Anchor Radio, Anchor.fm, every day where I record. Uh, a number of segments about the day's news in video games. Uh, that changed names. It's now called Video Games Daily. Long story why was their their mm-hmm. idea, and it, it seems to have actually helped numbers. Anyway, just a discoverability thing. But um, we uh, so I started doing that, and that's still ongoing. What I did for a while there was I would compile the previous week's segments into a single MP3 and put it up on this feed, the Boop feed, and then you guys would hear it. And I guess I've never really asked for feedback if that was something anyone wanted or not. I just sort of did it. Um, right. If you like this, uh, let us know, boopshow at gmail.com. And uh, and I can s- keep doing it because I'm still doing the segments. I just wasn't sure if people cared or not. Uh, and if you do, then I'll keep doing it. I'll, I'll put them in on like Wednesdays or something. And then, you know, it'll, it'll basically be the midtime between when we do regular episodes. So if that's something you guys want, I know a few of you have asked on Twitter, where's the, the daily blip slash, you know, video games daily stuff. And that's the answer. So, so what, what if I, you know, don't have the feed and I don't want to do the feed? What if I just want to go directly to it? Just go to anchor.fm or get that better yet, get the app and just sub to the channel. It's all free. And it's, uh, anchor apps on Android and iOS. And it lets you, uh, sub to all sorts of cool shows that are, you know, kind of bite-sized. They're, they're ephemeral and that they disappear after a while. Uh, so you get them for... So it's like the Snapchat of... Kind of, yeah, kind of. I mean, there's a way to make this stuff permanent, which I do as well, but it's, you know, the idea is to get in, check it, get out, kind of get your news update sort of stuff, and it's an interesting thing. And you can also create your own content, which is the whole idea, is everybody's supposed to kind of make their own thing. It's very Snapchatty in that regard, so it's supposed to be sort of a social thing. I, I, I like what they're doing. And it's worth checking out. So if you get it that way, great. If not, maybe I'll keep putting it on the feed. I don't know. I just never got really a ton of feedback about it um, other than, you know, smatterings here and there. So if you guys want it, email us and tell us. So I saw something pop up on Netflix that I did not expect to see pop up on Netflix. And it was a Castlevania series. Looked very anime. There's some big eyes and long noses in that thing. Uh, and uh, I haven't seen it yet, but it's uh, like a mini series, sort of. Uh, yeah. The whole thing's what? 100 minutes? Something it's like that? It's 100 minutes in uh, 24 minute uh, chunks. Or yeah. Thereabout. Yeah, yeah. Like little, uh, well, like a series. It's just a short one, yeah. I guess. It's, it's like a it's like a, 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 a British series. It's, it's four episodes for this season. Yeah. And it's and, a ne- uh, and it's a Netflix original in that it's 
produced for Netflix, I think. Uh, I don't right. think this exists anywhere else where it wasn't a Netflix thing. Maybe it could have been. It's Netflix, and it must have something to do with Frederator because those guys popped up at the end and did the Frederator. Oh, they did. Did they? Oh, interesting. Because yeah. um, the rumor was the the show writer or the show runner for this Castlevania thing, uh, which again kind of came out of nowhere. Let's see, is it Koji or Garashi or somebody? Oh, anyway. Oh. Maybe that's the creator of Castlevania to begin with. But anyway, the point is, uh, he's also going to be doing a, um, uh, ca- uh, sorry, an Assassin's Creed anime series for Netflix. Yes. So that's pretty exciting. But here's, so you've seen this? Have you watched it? I have watched the complete 100 minutes. Okay. And, and, and it was totally worth it. Good. Uh, I keep hearing yes. good. I hear nothing but good things. So I'm happy to hear you liked it. So, you know, lots of times you'll see the anime style and you expect the anime writing. Uh, this is, if, if you don't like a lot of anime because you're like, I don't understand the story structures of anime. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's too weird. There's too much yelling and screaming. Uh, this is not that. It does have an anime look to it, but it is very uh, uh, Western storytelling. Ooh, I um, like that because yes. that's like an- the Animatrix was that way. and uh... right. Uh, there's been other things I like like that, but so like, how many times does somebody go? Uh-huh? Does that happen a lot? <laughs> Practically zero. Oh, good. I can I can hardly think of any uhs. Now there is a lot of if if you're looking for a happy good time, don't watch Castlevania because it's dark, man. And I'll tell you another thing too: if you have kids, uh, uber violent, very mm. Western in that in that. Uh, when I say violent, I mean graphic. Sweet. Uh, visual representation of people being torn apart and, you know, guts and everything yeah. everywhere. It's my favorite and, kind of anime, by the way. Really violent anime is where I like yeah, to go. Yeah. Really violent anime yeah. and lots of F bombs and S bombs. Oh. Geez. Yeah. All right. How's the voice voice acting in that? The thing? voice acting is superb. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I had to look up the voice acting because I'm like, these guys are nailing it. Yeah. And uh, the mood, everything about the show is fantastic. And they've already uh, picked up season two. Uh, I'm curious to see if they're going to do another uh, 100, 100 minute thing or mm-hmm. if they're going to, uh, you know, make it a little longer. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm into it. So bring on more. It would be great if if this was the start of, uh, I don't know, like I, here, here's my opinion. I think video games have always been prime for broader entertainment. Sure. Mm-hmm. Movies mm-hmm. and stuff, whatever you get those. We have already, you know, there's been attempts, Mortal Kombat and, you know, that Mario movie's terrible and. Once in a while, something okay comes along. Like I kind of thought the Prince of Thieves one or the the Prince of Persia one was okay, right? Uh, but the Assassin's Creed one last year was terrible. Um, so you know, it's pretty spotty record. The Doom movie was pretty bad. Oh, uh, oh. oh you hurt my feelings, so, dude. That movie sucked. <laughs> it was really bad. So there's, you know, that potential's always been there. But I have always felt like the best place for this to go would be serialized animation right uh whatever the style and whether they do some you know some of the best representations of of all kinds of properties transformers other stuff has, have have been you know the animated sort the voltron stuff was really good but i got kind of bored in the middle oh did you i like uh, that a lot yeah. i love that series it was really good there's two seasons out now you know you can get that second yeah. bit second season I- there I got to go back you won't have time to get bored with castlevania another thing i was kind of surprised is i kept when i first saw it i was like I played the first Castlevania. What are they going to talk about? Yeah, this is actually based on uh, Part Three. Yeah, of, the Rise of, the, of No Dracula's Curse. Dracula's Curse, yes. Yeah. And 
I was not familiar with this one, uh, and now I want to play the game yeah. because it is really good. Well, it's out there for you. I, I uh, they could do a lot with uh, what's that newer one? Ah, PS One era was called yeah 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 Castle Symphony of the Night. That would be a hell of a story. Symphony of the Night. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so yeah, I'm going to watch it. This is my goal. Um, well, it was my goal for this weekend. I think it's probably not going to happen in its entirety, but tonight I'm going to try to catch at least two or three of these episodes and start eating it. Cause mm, so good. It's right up my alley, man. Look, you, you can, won't... you can take the first six seasons of Futurama away. I may as well watch this. Oh my gosh. Yes. I am glad to see that, uh, I downloaded the uh, Futurama game on my, uh, on my phone. Oh my gosh. That intro that. is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a whole... Uh, it, okay, breaking in here. Beep, 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 breaking news. Uh, the f- the first five minutes or whatever it is of Futurama's new mobile game. The game itself's fine. If you like Tapped Out, it's kind of that. It's, you know, yeah. set in that world and whatever. And if you love those characters, you'll love it. And the voice stuff's great. But anyway, and, and I, I really like the actual animations in the game. I think they're... It looks Hilarious. like you're watching the show. They're really funny. Uh, like it's a proper game. They did a good job. But the important thing to mention here is the first five, six minutes of this thing is an actual animated, like the show, fully mm-hmm. voice cast, written by the writers, short Futurama setup for this entire game story. And it is awesome. It is incredible. I am glad we went with the Hypnotoad storyline and collecting seven artifacts. Yep. I'm already collected uh, the first artifact. We'll see. If I quit. Yeah. I'm kind of already bored with the gameplay just because I'm I've done those city building yeah. wait for shit to happen games so often. It's just like, all right, I'm I'm good. But but the but that is so it's worth the price of admission, which is free. <laughs> yeah. To download it and watch that first five minutes because it's a very, very funny, perfect tone Futurama short, basically. And mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. awesome. And I keep hoping like if somebody says, hey, if you do all this in the game, you get to another place where they'll show you another six minutes of, of uh, story. I would do that just to get that video. And they have to. Right. Because that's what Tapped Out did, except Tapped Out uh, was was running is still running at the same time. The Simpsons. So they keep bringing in the storylines every week from the store from the from the series. Right. Futurama doesn't have any, you know, companion piece at this point. So need, what are they going to do? They I don't need know, to. but I want to see more. They need to. Listen, this is all. This is really what I want to get down to. This is the bottom line for me. Yeah. Have this. I want this game to be so wildly successful and such a moneymaker that they can fund another five seasons of Futurama. That would right. be great. Hey, on Netflix thing where they pulled Futurama, people complained a lot, but I think just the Fox ones, the early yeah. seasons got pulled. The later Cartoon Correct. Network. Yeah, every, there, everything so. from first cancellation back to the beginning Right. Was which were the Fox years, those got pulled or lost the contract or whatever. And then everything that Cartoon Network did, or was it Comedy Central? I don't remember. Was it Comedy Central? I think it was Comedy Central. Those forward, uh, and I think. And the movies. Are the movies still there? Are are they there? I don't know. I I enjoyed the crap out of the movies. Like uh, the Beast with with two backs. Yeah, it was really good. All of those are good. I don't want any of it to go away, but. you know, there's some classics in there that are now missing, but yeah, you know, whatever. Go buy the discs, I guess, is what everyone keeps telling me to do. But thanks, Netflix, for ruining my day. But I'll, also, I guess, actually, thanks for having Castlevania. That seems like a cool project. And I'm glad that there's a service that felt like that was worth throwing some money behind. And, um, people are love responding hate. well. Yeah, love hate. Got a little love hate for you guys. Feel it. All 
right, we got a bunch of Blizzard shite to dig through here. Um, <laughs> it, it was a hell of a week for Blizzard. Blizzard had stuff on every front, minus, well, even StarCraft had news. The uh, StarCraft Remastered. Oh, yeah. Which is the StarCraft 1 and Brood War collection with, like, new network options and all that crap. Uh, and 4K, you know, up-resed, widescreen, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff for StarCraft coming out. Uh, we have an uh, August 12th date. Mm-hmm. It will be 15 bucks, which seems to be the Blizzard price for these weird things now. I'm uh, done with that. I'm buying that. For hell's yeah. sake, I'm buying that. Of course, I'm freaking buying that. I played Brood War till my eyes bled, and I want to play Brood War again. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm all in on this. So, there, that's coming. That'll be here, like I said, uh, August. So even StarCraft got some love, but it's all the other games that really got hit hard this week. Uh, yeah. Let's start with uh, Heroes of the Storm. Got a new support hero. Uh, he's the Zerg-infested Admiral Stukov. He's like a Russian dude. And he is, uh, my arm is all infested with the goo, right? And he's... Uh, <laughs> this is worse than the time that I had lice. <laughs> he's been... Uh, I played him on the PTR. He is super great so far. I think he's going to be really interesting. He has this, um, everyone wants to talk about the one thing about him. It's his ultimate is this uh, uh, major shove or major push. What's it? Something push. I, massive shove. That's it. Massive, massive shove. Massive sho- <laughs> And it's this, his arm goes Once kinda, a week, I have a massive shove. His arm goes like all Tetsuo Akira. And you push another character, you target somebody and push them as far as, it'll go as far as you can before you hit some sort of impassable terrain. Uh-huh. So if you're like got this huge lane open up where you've killed walls and turrets and stuff and you hit somebody, you're going to push them all the way back to their core. It is a riot. It looks amazing. Um, he supports, he heals, he does all sorts of stuff. So I'm very, very excited about Stukov. If you would like to know the deepest of details about what that character is and brings to the game, check out the uh, core podcast I'm- right here at frogpants.com slash core. Anyway, I'm yeah. kind of interested. I'm not usually I, I've played Heroes of Storm a couple of times and every time I get in, I'm kind of like, oh, everybody's so much better than me. But having stuck off in this massive shove push thing, that interests me because that's kind of like applying a 2D platformer frustration to someone else. <laughs> and I am all about the evil. Yeah, you're Here, not let wrong. me push you across the screen. Yeah, you're not wrong. Like the literally there are characters now who kind of. Um, get to do their weird thing unabated like uh right uh Vol'jin can come out and do this thing uh we call it's this Tazdingo move I forget the actual name of it but he basically you get him down to almost zero health he hits that ultimate and now he's unkillable for I think it's three four seconds or something Son of a bitch. and while he's in that state he is deadly like every, every axe he throws is going to kill everybody it's just re- right. you want to get the hell away from him well now if you hear him go, Taz Dingo, suddenly Stukov can just go, I don't think so, and just shoot you across the map. Oh, it's going to be great. So there's that. Uh, Doomfist is coming to Overwatch. So uh, he's, so many people so excited about the Doomfist. Especially people who like to make the uh, underground. Uh, the, the uh, hentai Overwatch yeah, porn. There seems to be a lot of that out there, so. Doomfist long talked about. He was the it was his gauntlet that was being fought over in the initial uh, launch trailer for the game or oh. the the teaser trailer that showed up at BlizzCon 2013 with the kids at the museum and all that. Right. So that was his gauntlet. Uh, also in the game itself, when you're in Numani and you're doing the payload there in that particular level, 
the payload has the gauntlet inside of a uh, stasis module or whatever mounted on top of the thing. So you're actually escorting the Doomfist across the map. So right. we knew he was bad. He's like the big bad in the game. Uh, it's been all very mysterious. Um, lately in the story, uh, the the group he works with, the Talon clan or whatever, which we, Reaper's a part of as well, they apparently helped steal the Doomfist and get it back to Doomfist so he could have it again. <clears throat> and that's why he's showing up now. So he's an and idea. nothing can make your character more bad than if uh, if you if you shove one of the beloved characters and kill them oh, in yeah. a trailer. Big time. He punches dudes into walls and it's real rough. Mm. He does all kinds of cool moves, actually. The guy's got some interesting kit. He's also one of the more weird. He's he's weird. There's no question about it. His left hand's got little pellet balls inside of his fist, <laughs> just his teeny hand. And that shoots it, shoots it out kind of shotgun style for like distance stuff, but it's nothing big. It's not a super powerful shot or anything. Right. What he counts on is his big fat fist gauntlet deal, and that's much closer combat. Uh, the more he gets into the scrum, the more he generates his own shields and creates a way for him to survive. He's considered a uh, an assault character, so he's primarily focused on damage, the way that you know Soldier seventy six and these other guys are. Mm-hmm. Um, his uh, his ultimate is he flies at kind of up in the air out of combat. So you can't hurt him while he's doing this. Then he puts a reticle on the ground where he wants to land. And then he comes down real hard and freaking hurts everybody. And Hey, where is Doomfist going? Yeah. What, what happened? Where's he, he going? He can also use it to escape, which is, you know, interesting, but, uh, yeah, he seems really great. I'm terrified of the porn that'll be coming for that guy. Um, <laughs> He's a Nigerian dude, so he would like you to send him three thousand yeah, right. dollars to get he out of prison. You email. That's, yep. that's his big power. Yep, he'll he'll his power is to rip you off. Uh, anyway, I think he looks really great. I, he's on the PTR. I played him for a brief moment. Uh, very excited. Probably Tuesday we'll get him. Uh, Tuesday for him and Stu Coffin Heroes as well. And then uh, another big one was uh, Hearthstone. Got Knights of the Frozen Throne. New expansion comes out in August as well. Everyone gets to be a Death Knight through a new hero card uh, that's being added to the game. So if you're Jaina Proudmoore, halfway through the game, you'll get that card and go, oh, well, I'm a Death Knight Jaina now, and I have all kinds of cool power. Uh, it's all set in kind of the Arthas, you know, Northrend, uh, Lich King kind of zone stuff. Right. And if you're into Hearthstone, that looks pretty exciting. Also, oh, yeah, for the first time ever, and they announced this previously, but now we're going to get to see it. No more, Brian, do you have to pay for adventure sets that you you know that has solo content uh where it's like oh gosh here for for twenty dollars you can do the max ramus wing one or whatever the hell the prices were they weren't very good in my opinion they weren't fifteen dollars right yeah now they just have straight up single player missions included with these expansions so you just play them uh and you get packs of cards for that and all that i think that's a great move it's it's a not just a cost-saving move for players. I mean, it is, but it also just, I don't know, it feels like good faith. It feels like they're saying, hey, we, we realize that, that was a little prohibitive, so we want to make this more accessible. So anyway, that's coming. And uh, he's already out, but it's still major news that the Necromancer hit Diablo 3. It happened right before uh, Nerdtacular, so I got a, ton, a chunk of time right before I left. And then I've been playing it since, and he's awesome in every possible I got to play way. it, because he's my favorite. I got to, this week. Me. Brian, you have to. You He's in. only 15 bones. He's worth every penny. Right. Ah, bones. See what I did? 15 bones because he's because he's a bone. He's like made a. He makes bones all the time. Anyway, that guy. He's great, and he explodes corpses like a mofo, and he's just a badass. And he's overpowered as he should be for 15 bucks. You want to have a crazy yeah. experience? 
uh, as, as you level up and get higher in the ranks and start doing end game, you know, the cha- you, you, there's definitely still challenge there. It's not like it's easy or anything, but in the early goings, it's just so much fun to blow everything up constantly. And I think I was torment three at the very beginning like it was crazy but anyway he is just awesome and he makes zool from heroes of the storm look like somebody's ugly cousin and nobody wants to hang out with zool zool's the necromancer in heroes and he he is not nearly as cool as this guy so that's one weird side effect of making him so overpowered is his his incarnations in heroes of the storm is a little leaving a little bit to be desired but anyway uh, must play, must buy, must do. If you like Diablo, if you don't already like Diablo, I have some bad news for you. This isn't going to change that. This isn't going to make you go, oh, now I like a thing I used to hate. Because it's, you know, it's more Diablo. But if you like Diablo at all or have any feelings toward Diablo 2's Necromancer, you're dumb if you're not playing this. Yeah, yeah. Big. And my favorite. So it, it, it speaks to me. Yeah, you should play. And we'll, we can play together. I'll have to, I, haven't, I haven't played Diablo in about six months, and I've redone my machine since then, so I haven't loaded it up. So there's always that. Yeah. It's like, oh, geez, okay. How often do you – I got a question for you because I think you do this more often than I do. How often do you think right. you uh, reinstall an operating system? It's pretty frequent. Everything? Yeah. It's pretty frequent. I, I Definitely not more than six months at a time. Wow. I just I like to clean everything off and just go okay, right here. I, I, I like to. I mean, I, I, you're wrong. You're right about that. Like that feeling is good, mm. but I I and I used to love doing it. Like I used to be like, yeah, dude, I'm reloading Windows this weekend or whatever. Right. <laughs> uh, but now I'm like, oh, please make it so I never have to do this again. Right. It's such I would a pain. love if that was the case, but unfortunately, because I okay, look. I'm a habitual installer. Yeah. So if you're a habitual installer and you're always testing new software, new games, everything, you got to do it every three to six months because you've screwed up some crap. Because yeah. I download a lot of beta stuff, yeah. a lot of demos, yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah. No, I understand. I understand completely. Uh, it's, it's fine. It's a fine thing to do. It's no It's no problem. Oh, and I also played a lot of Switch. I forgot to mention that earlier. I, I there you. was time for that. So And we, oh, we did it at NerdTactic. We did a couple of... I saw Mario Kart runs. Was, I know. Yeah, it was fun. Did you see how bad it, Steven Schleicher did? He's like 12th place in that game. It was awful. I know. Yeah. Nicole beat him. She was second place. <laughs> well done, Nicole. You can say what you want to about Nicole. And by the way, Lazy Elite is a great show. Yeah. Uh, Nicole is a competitor. Oh, yeah. Don't she's not like her. she's not like me and you. I, I'm I'm okay with losing. Yeah. Nicole's not okay. <laughs> no, losing. no, it's not. No, mm-hmm. she's tr- she's trouble. Watch out for her. Oh, uh, final Blizzard thing. Uh, new tickets went on sale for BlizzCon because they expanded this year. They're getting a whole brand new hall, so they have more room. So new tickets, tickets? Yeah, two, uh, additional tickets, I should say. Oh. Went on sale last week. I hope everybody got what they wanted, and I'll see you all there. PUBG, or as it's properly known, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, is being delayed. Now you say to yourself, Brian, well, wait a minute, delayed? We're playing it on Steam right now. How is it delayed? Well, what they mean is the full release. It is still in current, or is still in uh, early access. You can buy the game on Steam. You can play it. Uh, that's not what we're saying. What we are saying is that it's official, like we're out of early access. We're a proper finished released game mode is not happening as soon as they thought it was going to be happening so it was isn't that just a word well it was supposed to be their goal was when we put it on uh, early access six months later we will have it launched 
And that was apparently too much to uh, agree to. So Brendan Player Unknown Green, that's he's the guy who's known as Player Unknown. Uh, if you guys didn't know that. Anyway, he posted a short update on Steam overnight and said the following, that he and his team at Blue Hole... You love that, don't you? I really do. Um, <laughs> we're committed to remaining uh, into early access uh, for as long as it takes. Now they're sort of out of that six-month window. We may never come out of it. We like it so much. It's pretty good in here. It says, over the past few months, we have decided, or we have done a lot of interviews, and in many of them, we had hoped to be out of early access six months after we first launched. Uh, I've come to realize that restricting the window to a specific month could hinder us from delivering fully featured games and or lead to disappointment within the community if the launch deadline is not met. So uh, they are now committing to fourth quarter 2017. So still within this year, but probably toward the end of it. Right? Isn't that just kind of like a isn't a, a marketing move to kind of stay in early access because no one can truly judge you or critique you until you get out of that because you just go and we're not done yet. You can't you can't critique us for that. There's we're a limit, done. though, because if you are there perpetually, then they turn on you. True, true. Yeah, it's bad. Like the days, Get out of early access so we can judge you. Pretty sure DayZ is still in early access. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm playing uh, Seven Days to Die. No. How's that? Still. Oh, my God. You haven't played that before? No. no. Oh, geez. It's, it's, it's been around forever, but they've made a lot of changes. Mm. And it is, oh, my gosh, it's the most just slowest paced, Minecrafty, so freaking layered God is addictive. Wow. Well, all yeah. right then. Uh, don't don't do it. Stay away. Yeah. Here. So here's an example. Hold on. Yeah. Look at this. I just looked at Daisy on Steam. Mm. Uh, it came out in the beginning. Its start was uh, December sixteenth, twenty thirteen. Okay. Right, That's right. when it hit Steam in early access. It is still in early access. <laughs> uh. Where it shall ever, ever stay. It uh, it says here, warning, this game is an early access alpha. Please do not purchase it unless you want to actively support <laughs> development of the game and are prepared to handle the serious issues and possible interruptions of the game. Right. Uh, and let's see, they have... Uh, why, does it, why does it Microsoft say that with every release of Windows? Uh, it's a it's really, like, please don't buy this OS unless you really, really want to suffer. Yeah, you want to jack up your shite, buy it. <laughs> Uh, there's a bunch of status updates, blah, 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 but the, uh, oh my gosh, the, the overwhelming right. uh, reviews are mostly negative. And what is it for? Because people are like, dude, you are milking us here. <laughs> when, put, when did it, when did it start? Put out your game, 2013. So they've, okay. they've had plenty of time. Well, I mean, Seven technically, days. technically it was a mod for Arma 2 before that. So, right. you know, it, it was, it was bumping along there and then became this full thing and then. People were excited, and now they're just left left them in the dust. It's just like seven seven days to die, December thirteenth, two thousand thirteen. Early access reviews are all very positive. Well, I wonder what the difference maybe is. Maybe they're really active in updating or something because Daisy apparently right. has taken a bit of a dive. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let's see, what's that? Uh, like this review right here from Dead Gray Mule. Okay, great name. <laughs> <laughs> ain't what she used to be. Ain't what she used to be. Yeah, she sure ain't. Says this. I uh, says, yeah, this is kind of fun. I'll come back to it once it's fixed. Spoiler, it never gets fixed. Okay, so there's that. Right. Um, uh, Daisy, a continuous meme of how much devs don't care. 
<laughs> this uh, Jared Kula gave it a positive and said, only did this for the stickers. So he did a positive nice. review to get a sticker. Uh, you get a sticker for a pot, oh, whatever. <laughs> it's it's kind of making me sad to read these, but anyway, my point is there is a limit, right? And I like right, right. I like that PUBG is taking an active stance of like we are cranking. Oh, we're going to need more time. We're going to communicate that really well. We're going to have our continued regular updates, which they've done. They've been very consistent and supportive. So mm-hmm. I feel like they I feel like PUBG is going to break the the mold and, and actually yeah. prove that this can work because all these other survival type games whether they be this kind of battle royale or more daisy oriented games and there's tons of them rust is another right. one rust is great too well, yeah but i think that one's in the pooper because they're still in permanent uh, early access and the, and the devs are slow but you know they i think this might you be the first to one release to, to really to release but also just in general to stay to stay connected with your player base and like not take advantage of them and not have them all end up feeling like they spent 30 bucks on nothing right um it's rough so anyway player unknown player unknowns being real upfront about it i think i respect that now if we're talking listen brian if you and i are having this conversation in 2021 and they still are in early access (laughs) different deal late early access yeah different deal so uh anyway there's that good luck PUBG. So speaking of games that have been a kind of perpetual forever uh, early access, another game in that vein is Ark Survival Evolved. That's some passionate group there, man. Uh, like Ark. Uh, people are into it. And it now costs twice as much money as it used to. And the community's like, what? Why? Well, here's why. Right. Uh, it launched onto Steam's early access back in June of 2015. It became one of the uh, platform's most hotly played titles people really liked arc survival evolved i liked it okay but i'm not a big survival game guy so i kind of didn't care after a while mm. i think that's why PUBG works for me because it's not it's about survival but in the moment not long term i gotta cut down a tree then i gotta make a bush then i gotta <laughs> stick it in the thing like that's no fun not into that uh some people like that i don't like that I like it. I like the fact you have to punch trees to get wood in uh, seven days to die. Well, there is something. There's something to be said for punching anything and getting something out of it like that. Like right, I, right. I'm with you on that, but I don't. I don't like the the the. Oh no! I need water and food. Shoot! It's dark. I need a fire. Like um, yeah. I I understand why people are into it. That's just not my game. Uh, so anyway, Ark is one of those, and uh, now the Steam. But why twice as much? Why why so expensive? Well, here's the deal: Studio Wildcard is getting ready for a full commercial release. That means box box versions of the game. Oh, that means uh, you know official non early access versions of this thing, and the price went from twenty nine ninety nine to fifty nine ninety nine, and Polygon asked why. Right, which is right. something probably good for them to do is because they're, you know, they're supposed to be a journalistic organization who ask questions. <laughs> they don't <laughs> always their that job. They aren't always that, but sometimes they are. Um, they got back and they said this. Uh, the game will get a worldwide release and re- a retail and digital release on August 8th and come out simultaneously for Linux, Mac, PlayStation 4, Windows PC and Xbox One. Linux S- studio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You like that yeah. when that happens, don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it makes you, sense. You got Steam OS. It, it works. You're into penguins. I know what's up. Uh, the penguin. the uh, studio it's told us, that. or the studio told Polygon, rather, that the plan was always to raise ARC's price after the act- uh, the uh, early access period. It is something they've been communicating to fans since the beginning, but the sudden price increase will technically 
uh, still technically in early access might cause some people to be surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, they told him that it's the increase was necessary given the realities, quote, of retail sales model dependent on pre-orders. Uh, I don't have a problem with this. Look, that makes sense. Part because of, it, yeah, you get a good deal because you got an early to help test the damn thing. And now it's out. Right. They should sell it for whatever they want. It's fine. The the problem isn't that they increased the price. The problem is there's no classification between uh, the time that you go to pre-order and to retail. Yeah. So it sounds like if Steam introduced a pre-order section, I think people would be more understanding. Yeah. Well, I mean, they have pre-orders, but they don't do it for every game. And also, if it's in early access, there's no mechanism there. Right. Um, to say, oh, I don't want it now, but I'd like to pre-order it when it's done. Like early access classification has been the story of this episode. Big time, dude. It's a yeah. It's a weird thing, and it's evolving and changing, and Sometimes I love it. Dead Cells is a great example of this. It's just a mm-hmm. great early access game. I'm so glad I have it out early. And then there are other games where I'm like, you are a steaming pile of horse manure. <laughs> Why are you even out? You know, like it's just such a range. And I don't, you know, maybe Steam Valve can't really control that, I guess. Yeah, well, so, maybe we'll see. Or maybe they can and they just aren't. But anyway, uh, bottom line is if you. Got in early to test Ark. Well, then you got a good deal. And if you yeah. if you said I'm, oh, I'm just going to wait, it. I'm going to wait till launch and then buy it. Well, then you screwed up. Yeah, I did because I was actually I I'd, I've been looking at this for a while and I should have got in when it was still cheap. I might have a key. I'll have to look. Oh, if I have I a might, key, I'll send you a key. I might uh might have to give you a hug. Hey Brian, sometime. you want a key? Yeah. Don't ever ask Brian if he wants a key. Just send it to my email. I'm gonna give you a key, son. Hearing that music's weird because it used to be the, the opening thing for the show <laughs> until I moved it back to the other one. Well, I got to start all over again. Uh, Jesus is like a 2D platformer. <laughs> well, it is uh, an indicator of something. That is that we're going to do emails now. Boopshow at gmail.com. That's boopshow at gmail.com to send your emails in. We got one from Trent. And Trent says this. Trent. How many Trents do you know? Do you know a lot of Trents? I know one right here on the show, that guy who just sent the email. Actually, I went to school with a Trent. Did you? Okay. That's yeah. that's my only memory of Trent's either. I knew a Trent going to school and maybe one in college, and then I think that's all the Trent's I know. Right, right. Trent is a rare name, I think, I feel like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's also kind of a... it's. It had an association when I was in high school of you were kind of a douche if you were called Trent. And our Trent was... He was definitely removed, but he wasn't a dick. He just... He just didn't seem to fit in. I think when you have that name, I think you're dooming your children to uh, yeah. a life of, you know, Trent, whatever. Trent, Trevor, Trey, all the TR names. Right. Trigger. No, I, that's not one. I think it? we're insulting our emailer today. Trent, we love your name. We wish you uh, all the best of luck. Well, in there's life. a lot of Tristans, too. They're fine. They're okay. Yeah, I guess so. Tristan, that's kind of a... St- oh, that's if it's... Okay. <laughs> if it's good, yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, guys, he says, quick, pick your game, your one game coming out before the end of the year that you're most excited about. All right, so let's do that first, and then he has another question. So do you do you have a game that you're like, oh, got to get it, got to have it? Well, you know, he, is he talking about games that are, see, it's so fluid now because we have early access games that are just kind of coming out, but not really, but are almost there. Yeah. And I'm very excited. The only game that I've looked at this year so far that I'm like, okay, yeah, I would spend... 40 50 60 on that is the friday the 13th game 
this oh, kind of it's kind of already out. That's out now. Yeah, you can get yeah. it on uh, Steam and PS4 and Xbox. Yeah, it's that thing's out. I want to play it. Um, but I'm kind of I'm kind of waiting for them to to settle in because there's been a lot of complaining that it's not quite where it needs yeah, to be. Yeah, the the servers and stuff. Yeah, like it's got yeah at a at a rocky start, but also it had a incredible everybody wanted it kind of start, and um, right. it's hard to blame them for you know success. <laughs> So that's kind of a, that's kind of a cheap answer. So I'm gonna let you say, and then maybe I'll think of something else. Uh, to me, it's an easy one. It is straight up without question Super Mario Odyssey, mm. which will be out in is it October? I think right. uh, for the Switch. And I could not be more excited about a Mario game. That thing looks incredible and weird and amazing. And uh, I already love the switch a lot and I can't wait. So yeah, that's for me. It's, it's that without, without hesitation, everything else. I mean, there's other games I'm excited about and whatever, but that thing's got me by the noodle, by the noodle. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. I, I will tell you one game that I'm super excited about. You know me, I'm not, I'm not the, I'm not the target audience for all these triple a titles. Yeah. That's not me. Right. What am I most excited about this Friday the 13th, getting it right. And then I want to finally play cuphead. Oh, cuphead's finally coming out. I want to play the crap out of it. It's supposed to be out in September. Yeah. But aren't you, are you a little worried that the, the hype on that thing has been a little too much? I'm, I'm ex- I'm really worried that the style is going to be the best part of the game and the gameplay is going to be disappointing yeah. because it would be so easy to do that. Could could very well be. Yeah, September 29th is the date. Right. Uh looks like Steam, the Windows Store, <clears throat> Xbox One, <clears throat> sorry PlayStation 4 not coming to your console. Right. Uh but it will be everywhere else except well not on the Switch either, but it looks so crazy cool. Like I'm looking at a video right now. It is such a right great now. style. Oh, it looks so if, neat. If there, if if the gameplay can be solid and just a little bit unique, yeah, I'm down. And it just speaks to, it speaks to our, it speaks to me and you. <laughs> you know, right, this right. like googly freaking shaky leg looking twenties <laughs> animation shit. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that stuff. It's just so weird. Right. The the worry I have with this game though is it looks like a side scrolling brawler and I don't really care for those. I'm so worried about that part. That's the part that I'm we'll have to see. Because sometimes, getting, sometimes it's like Castle Crashers, I played all the way through, but I didn't really enjoy playing it as much as I liked looking at it. So maybe this right. will be the same deal. It'll just be like so much fun to watch that that I won't yeah. care. Oh, that's the other game. Well, I'll tell you. Okay, sorry. His next question, we'll actually get to this next part. He says, also, did you guys get anything good on the Steam Summer Sale? And the answer uh, is yes. I got a couple of games. Picked up a, yeah. a few. Um, the one that's really jumping for me is the new... Oh, who makes Castle Crashers? <laughs> My brain just oh, went those, dead. Those guys with the thing and they make the... With the oh, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the... Uh, it was on sale. Did I, did I pick that up? Yeah, um, maybe you did, but I didn't get... I didn't get Castle Crashers, but it's the guys no, no, who no, make no. it. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, from from Behemoth. Behemoth, Behemoth, Behemoth. That's it, Behemoth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they so you know the new grounds dude looking dudes, all that stuff. They have a game called Pit People, and it yes. is it is also in early access right now, and uh, it's awesome. It's a turn based strategy game in their style. It is the craziest, weirdest, <laughs> funniest freaking thing. Yeah, I, I love it. And it's still on sale. Uh, it's not, it is still on sale. Yeah, it was it was fifteen. I got it for eleven. 
I totally, totally having fun with that so far. Only, only just cracked it open because I just got it. It's but. just um, was a multiplayer, yeah, online multiplayer. This might be something that me and Scott need to yeah, oh record yeah. some footage. Oh yeah, yeah. Storytelling yeah. Monday and Tuesdays with Maury. 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 No. No. Okay. Tuesdays with gamers. <laughs> yeah, Steam sale was good for me this year. I got some some weird little gems, some of which I just have not played. There's a stealth. I forget the name of it, but there's a stealth. Uh, japanese or chinese or korean game i don't know which um because i painting that brush wide are we scott uh, it's a whole pacific japanese korean i don't know asia pacific that's all i know <laughs> it's a uh, uh, stealth thing and it seems to yeah. have some pretty neat uh, uh, uh mechanics as a terrible terrible dialogue and story like so bad it's great like i'm enjoying it because it's so horrifically bad but Remember those old Tenshu games, the stealth oh. Tenshu games? Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. feels like a spiritual successor to that stuff, and uh, it's real good. And I can't remember the name, so I'm not really helping anybody at all with this game recommendation that I'm making. But anyway, Trent, we loved your email. If you guys want to send in more, it's boopshow at gmail.com. going to get out of here before we do though uh a reminder that uh frogpants.com slash boop is the website all right so you can go there and get all the stuff that you get there and we'd really appreciate it if you did that uh between now and next week um doomfist probably now since you've been playing overwatch are you gonna fire that guy up and get a little fisty action going or what you better get a little fist action going on i am i'm gonna fire that up but but that might slow down my you know Diablo download, but oh, I am. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little Doomfist just you to got, see. You gotta get the, you gotta get the Necromancer, dude. If you yeah. liked him in Diablo too, oh man, he's so cool here. It's like love it, love it. It's like finally you have a, an engine where you can truly show off why that guy was just so insane. He's just great, and she. There's a girly version. You can be her if you want. <laughs> if that's your thing, man. If that's your whole bag. I never pick the ladies in Diablo. I don't know why. I mean, I hmm. do. I do when their classes are just ladies. Like in two, you didn't have a. You didn't have a gender choice, but right. when I play uh, like World of Warcraft or this or anything, I never play lady avatars ever. I only ever play dudes. And in, but then I, you know, like in Heroes of the Storm, my favorite characters are all ladies. I love Morales. I love Jaina. Mm-hmm. I love you know these characters that are absolutely not dudes. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's weird. I is is it's common. It's very common. I guess I, I don't I want to learn- role play as a lady, but I but right. I like playing lady heroes. You know. But if I'm going to role play, if it's going to be like a character I make and it's going to associate with me, I I make a dude. Right. It it makes sense, especially if you're making your own character. I I pick pre-made characters all the time because I see the backstory. But it's hard for me to make a backstory for something that I'm not totally in touch with. See? So I'm with you. Create your character. But if you create your character, it's probably going to be something that's going to be similar to you. Yeah. And I don't have any any gamer lady friends who play dude characters (laughs) ever. Like I, I thought you said in general. No, no, no. I have a lot of lady friends who play, but none of them, as far as I know, make it. Nobody's making a male orc in World of Warcraft. <laughs> I, I, you know, straight up. Like, why would that? Yeah. It'd be weird. Why? You wouldn't. Uh, that's going to do it for the show, everybody. Frogpants.com slash boop. Find Brian at the Brian Dunaway on Twitter. Find me at Scott Johnson. Find the show at Boop Show. And uh, check us out on Patreon. Support us at patreon.com slash frogpants. So that will do it for us, for me, and for Brian. We'll see you until next time. Bye, Brian. Bye, Scott. Meow.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.